welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name's Chandra, and if this is the first time that you are listening, then welcome. I'm so pleased that you're here. Now, today we are going to do a quick episode because it's the middle of June. Can you believe that? This week literally is the middle of June, which means we're almost, we're just on the cusp of the middle of the year. And I don't know about you, but it feels to me like this year has literally just gone by in the blink of an eye. It freaks me out. And it also represents a great opportunity for a bit of a mid-year check-in. And so that's what the focus of today's episode is going to be about, because it's important that you have some markers to literally act as milestones or little triggers for you to check in with where you're at, with what's going on and how you're feeling about what you're experiencing in your life professionally and personally. Now, you may have, at the beginning of the year, you may have set some goals or intentions for the year. I know I ran a couple of goal-setting workshops, which are really great to kick off your year to get some clarity about what's most important to you. But maybe you didn't set anything or you did and it just fell by the wayside. Either way, it's totally fine because you're human and that's what happens. And that's why this episode is acting as the trigger and the reminder for you of like hey we're six months in to this year and how you doing and there's a quote that I love which you you may have heard me say before if you've listened to a couple of uh, episodes or listened for a while and it's by a guy called Michael Altshuler I hope I'm pronouncing that correct I have no idea who he is but I read it in a book called Bullseye and I loved it and his quote is The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. And what I love about that quote is that it reminds you that time is just ticking by. And it also reminds you that you are the one who's in control of what happens with that time or doesn't happen with that time. And so Today is acting as a marker for you, as a milestone for you to just reassess where you're at, to either revisit your goals that you set at the beginning of the year, if you set them, or to potentially look at setting new ones or resetting them if you need to. Because we've got to have these little opportunities to check in because otherwise the time just flies. The other thing that is important about having you know a mid-year check-in is that a lot can happen. Although the time goes fast, a lot can happen in six months. And it may be that where you're at right now is quite different from where you were at the beginning of the year, if you did set goals or intentions then, and that you have got different priorities now. Things have shifted, things have evolved, and that's okay. And you just want to be 
acknowledging that as a little snapshot in time where are you at now and what are you wanting to prioritize and have happen between now and the end of the year now i know that not everybody likes the idea of setting goals and that's okay that everyone's different but the reality is if you don't allocate any kind of time and i'm not talking about you spending four days on this but if you don't spend any time thinking about what's important to you then there's a couple of things that can happen one is that you just drift along in your life with no clear kind of pathway or direction and it's very easy for you to just get caught up in a whole lot of busy stuff you know doing a whole lot of things that keep you busy and active but what you're focusing on and working on and doing is not critical to to you it's not really important you can get caught up in other people's priorities what everyone else wants you to do or you know wants to get done and that doesn't help you because the reality is that you are living your story right now this is your life how you're spending your time what you're spending your time doing who you're spending your time with how you're feeling physically how you're feeling mentally that is your life and I believe that it's important enough for you to spend a little window of time thinking about actually what do you want and what do you need to do to maximize the chance of that actually happening and I know that it might seem a little bit morbid but the reality is the one definite in life is that we are going to die and I've had a little bit of this come up in my life through various friends and people that I know who have had people in their life either have significant health life threatening health issues or have people very close to them pass away quite suddenly and it's shocking we've also just had uh, in the last week um, two people in the public eye Kate Spade as a designer and also Anthony Boudain pass away they've committed suicide and that breaks my heart in so many ways but and I'm not going to be focusing on that so much in this podcast episode except to say that life is so precious and you just don't know what's around the corner for you or in your life with the people that are around you and so when you think about well how much time do you spend thinking about your next holiday or planning your next holiday how much time do you think about and research where you're going to stay and what you're going to do when you get there and comparing prices for airline tickets or even on a smaller level how much time do you spend planning an outfit for a special occasion or getting ready for an event and isn't it just as important for you to spend that amount of time thinking about what you actually want in your life it's not really a big ask I don't think and I just think it's critically important to do so what we're talking about is either revisiting the goals or intentions that you set for yourself this year if you did then you can revisit and recommit or tweak or if you haven't done goals for this year or they were very fleeting and didn't really get any traction then you can actually set your goals for the rest of this year 
And this is just going to be a quick episode. I'm not going to go into the level of detail that I normally go into in the workshops that I run, obviously, but I just want to give you a couple of quick steps so that if you book some time, even if you said, I'm going to spend an hour and you just said, okay, I'm going to spend an hour on this. I want to give you a couple of key steps of how you can approach this to make the most of your time and to come away with some good tangible um, results. So firstly, what I suggest is that you choose maybe up to three areas of priority in your life. So you can think about all the different aspects in your life and choose up to three that are a priority. So for example, uh, one area might be your career, your professional life. That's an area that you might want to prioritize. Another area might be your health. Another area might be your finances. Another area could be your relationships. Another area could be your personal development and growth. So you literally just look at all the different areas or aspects of your life and choose up to three that you want to make the most important for you to focus on between now and the end of the year. So you choose those three areas or up to three. You might just choose one and that's totally fine. You don't have to be an overachiever with this. In fact, sometimes it's better that you have less. So once you've chosen your priority focus area or areas, you then want to write a goal of how you would like that area of your life to be, how you want to experience that area of your life by the end of the year. And again, I'm not going to go through the whole smart goal setting model, but a couple of quick hacks of how I approach this to make sure that the goal is useful. One is write the goal in the present tense. So for example, you might write a goal um, that's around your health and you would say it is the 31st of December 2018 and I am sleeping eight hours a night and waking feeling refreshed and ready for the day. And so you're writing it as if it's now. So that's present tense. You want to be specific and the easiest way to be specific or to know if your goal is specific enough is to include a number and a number can be a couple of different things. It could be a date by when something is going to happen. It could be a number of things. So I'm going to have five new clients or I'm going to uh, have had 14 days of holidays or whatever it might be. So that's an actual number. So you've got a date or a number. It could be a dollar amount or it could be a percentage. And so they're just ways that if you include any one of those, then you know your goal is specific enough because you can measure, am I closer to that goal or further away? Or have I achieved that goal or not? Without including something specific, then the risk is that your goal is a bit vague and it becomes very difficult to make progress on or measure your results and progress. And the last little tip around when you're writing the goal is ideally write it towards what you do want to have happen rather than away. So, and in really what we mean by that is when you're writing towards, it's about what you do want to have happen, not what you don't want to have happen anymore. And really this is just because our brains want to be moving towards something tangible. They can't necessarily process a negative. So for example, if it's to do with getting a pay rise, then you would be saying the dollar amount that you now get paid, not that you're not feeling ripped off with how much you're getting paid anymore. Or if it's a, uh, a fitness goal that you now weigh X amount of kilos. So you just want to be thinking about how are you, what is it that you want to have happen, not what you don't want to have happen. 
Hopefully that makes sense. So you've chosen your priority focus areas. You have now or will have written a goal that is specific and in the present tense and towards what you want. Then this next bit is a bit that often people don't do and it's a flaw in their goal setting approach is that you need to actually break your goal down into some specific actions because you can have the ultimate goal but it's not the goal itself that makes it happen it's actually the action you take between now and then that will determine the result that you get so you need to just break it down and that's just brainstorming what are all the different ways that you could achieve that goal or what are all the different individual steps that you would need to take in order to make progress or achieve that goal? So you just literally no um, holding back, just no ideas, a bad idea, brainstorm every conceivable thing. It's, it's going to involve you um, making 10 phone calls or connections with new potential clients a week. It could be that it's you exercising for at least 30 minutes three times a week. It could be you drinking at least two liters of water a day, like tangible, specific things that you would need to do that would either ensure that you got the result or increase the chances of you getting the result that you want. So you need to just get some specifics in place. And out of all of the ideas you come up with, you can just choose the ones that you feel like, yep, I'm going to do that. And then you commit to those actions and schedule them in because that's where you actually make the progress. Just setting the goal on its own doesn't generally get it done for you. You've got to work out what's the specific actions and when are you going to do them. And so applying a deadline to when you're going to do them or scheduling them into your calendar, it gives you a specific action that you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And therefore, it's more likely that you're going to do it. So you need to be using those tools to help give you a bit of leverage to take the action that you know you need to take. I'm also a fan that when you're setting deadlines or around a new goal, have at least one action that you will take within the next 24 hours. So if you write the goal today, make sure you've got at least one action identified that you can do in the next 24 hours. And the reason for that is that that will start to give you momentum and you want to be taking some kind of action daily or as often as possible towards your goal. Otherwise, that's where things start to drift again. So 24 hours. And if you can't do an action within 24 hours, then you need to brainstorm some smaller steps that you could potentially do in 24 hours. Then what you want to do is share your goals with someone. There's been studies that have shown that the most successful goal completion comes from a couple of things, but one of the big drivers was whether or not that goal was shared with somebody other than yourself. So telling somebody else, hey, I'm working towards this as a goal. Can you just you know, uh, remind me or check in with me every now and again on how I'm going with that? It just gives you that some kind of declaration outside of yourself that tends to lift your level of commitment and also make you feel like you're not alone in this process. And then ideally have some kind of regular check-in about your progress. So this can be with yourself or it could be with your accountability buddy, whoever you have shared with, that once a week or once a fortnight you have a scheduled time to review the progress that you've made, the actions that you've taken and to recommit to the new actions that you're going to take in the next week or the next couple of weeks. And that's the system that is going to allow you the best shot to achieve your goals. 
So that's they're the steps to take. And I know I've gone through that pretty quickly, but I just want to make it as easy as possible for you to do this. Now, one thing that does come up when I run goal setting workshops is that sometimes people share with me, look, I really, I don't like setting goals. I, I don't think that way. I can't get my head around. I don't know what I want. So if that's you, you're not alone. And one technique that you can try that often works is instead of thinking about what you want, because some people, they find that a challenge, you can flip it and go, what is happening at the moment that you wish wasn't happening or that you'd like to not happen anymore? And then you can kind of flip that situation to go, well, if that's not happening anymore, what would I like to have happen instead? Sometimes that's a way of kind of, I guess, going reverse engineering to get some more clarity about what you do want if that doesn't come easily for you. The other thing around this that often comes up is how do you remember? So you've got to ideally have your goals written and set them up somewhere that you'll see them regularly. So sometimes I actually have a few stick it notes around and they just might have one or two key words on that remind me of the goal and that that way I can have them around no matter if other people will see them or not because it doesn't mean anything to them but it acts as a great reminder for me but in my office space I actually have a 90-day planner that I use for my goal setting when I do the full goal setting workshop and and plan and I do a 90-day planner and I have up on the wall right next to me I'm looking at it right now it's to my left and I've got the focus areas down one side and I've got um, the specific actions sort of mapped out in each week with a month in view and I just find that is helpful because it's there and then when I see it it's like oh okay have I done that yet no I need to book in the time to do that or like yeah great I can tick that off I've already done it so they are the tips for you to keep your goals progressing or if you haven't actually got goals that you set for this year for you to reboot and to set them now for what you want to focus on between now and the end of the year the middle of the year the end of the financial year is a great time for you to just be reflecting what have I been working on progressing with over the last six months and what do I want to prioritize over the coming six months so that I can finish 2018 feeling like I made myself and what I wanted important enough to plan and do and that's my hope for you and I hope this was useful If you want to clarify anything, you've got any questions or you want to request a copy of that 90-day goal planner, just come and say hi in the closed Facebook group uh, or, you know, message me and um, I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you've got. So I look forward to connecting with you very soon. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.